Welcome to the OT Ladies Podcast. This is Sarah. And this is Dino. Thank you for tuning in to our latest podcast episode. What we're talking about tonight is called Positive Mind. It's notable that the latest mind-body research is confirming what Asian healing traditions have always known. They said that the emotions, the body, the mind, and the spirit are a unity. So they're all balanced. And we know in every disease, there's not only a physical portion of illness or suffering, but there's also the mental, the emotional, and the spiritual components that in certain aspects of someone's health can contribute to worse health. And if we want to attain and maintain a vibrant uh, health overall, a person of good well-being, we need to make sure we balance each part of these components together, the physical, but also the emotional, mental, and spiritual well-being. Sarah mentioned above, when our body is in harmony, uh, which that means balance among emotions, mental, physical, and the spiritual health, our body creates a positive energy around us. In fact, the humans are made out of energy and sustained by energy. So that being said, our body is constantly changing because our cells are vibrating and creating energy. Some traditional medicines like Chinese medicine uses this system in acupuncture to treat and heal patients. And correct me if I'm wrong, Deneb, in acupuncture, the body is is very much more connected and there's these different pressure points and there's communication between the different areas. And I think you could probably explain this better than me, that mechanism uh, that's used in this traditional medicine. Yes, so um, I'm not very educated or acknowledged in acupuncture, but from my understanding, there are different pressure points in our body that is connected to internal organs Mm. that can actually control the internal organs function. It can control our emotions, our stress level. So when we know exactly these pressure points by releasing energy and pressing down or actually using these needles can change this energy around these points and can definitely change how our organs are functioning, how our body is reacting to stress. Have you had acupuncture before yourself? I did. As a matter of fact, long time ago, I was studying for one of the tests in OT school. Mm-hmm. And I was working as a rehab aide in an outpatient clinic. On the night before the test, I had this um, lady to try some needles on me. I'm not afraid of needles. I'm okay with that. And I remember the needles were placed over my forehead and a few of them were placed over my face and it remained there for about, I guess, 20 minutes. So that's supposed to give me kind of relaxation feeling. Hmm. And it was good. It was great. I felt it kind of relaxed my muscles. Have you ever had a Sarah? I haven't. 
I've heard, though, that it helps with a lot of things, and uh, there's been a lot of positive conversation I've heard about it, but I've never tried it myself. And I'm not afraid of needles, but I've just so far not really had a need yet to try it, but I wouldn't be opposed to in the future. <laughs> That's awesome. So, Sarah, what is this energy around our body that have you kind of heard about it that that our body creates? Well, generally... In terms of just the basics, I know there is around us like an electromagnetic field, you know, and, and there is energy within us and all kinds of components of our body. But I don't really, I haven't really studied or really read up and about any of these specific aspects before. Yes, as all of our muscles are kind of connected to fascia and, you know, nerves and so everything is connected all together. So there is definitely kind of vibration of the cells that can produce this energy around us. Yeah. I think in terms of, you know, the body and the mind that the next connection and the, the point of our discussion today is kind of leading into how what we feel, what we're thinking can contribute to kind of that overall aspect of our health and our body and positivity for example you know thinking positive thoughts and emotions can actually and it's been studied to get you out of a feeling of being upset you know we're depression some other things were were, were different you know that's another topic but just positive kind of thinking and imagery can actually help psychologically when there is a positive or joyful thought in our brain just like when we're doing exercises or running or even laughing there is a gas will be released in our body called nitric oxide which this gas kind of releasing our body and relaxes the muscles Hmm. okay yeah. So these like positive thoughts and emotions can kind of create that that atmosphere exactly. within us, in other words, is what you're saying. And then, of course, the next co- connection I think of is, you know, when, when you're with someone that's really positive, you feel more positive and uplifted. When you're with someone that's very negative, you can feel really drained. <laughs> And kind of, oh, okay, this is, you know, you kind of feel almost sick if you just hear someone being very negative consistently, and that can kind of bring you down as well. So I think that's that's a good point uh, to bring up that, you know, when two people are very positive, that interaction is very uplifting psychologically, and that can affect your physical and emotional health overall in a positive way. Exactly. Yeah, or have you ever, Sarah, heard of, oh, this specific individual, I feel good to be around this person, or vice versa, that specific individual, I don't really feel good being around that person. Like, that's, I I guess that explains this fact. Yeah. Just, yeah. Or even not having this effect on our um, individual health but also having this effect on other people around us and even pets, Sarah. I know we had an episode talked about animals. So I would say even being positive or being negative will affect animals around us. So they can also uh, feel that energy or vibe. 
They say that like is attracted to like. Mm -hmm. That's kind of like basically means like a law of attraction. Hmm. So which is if if someone stays positive, which is, you know, being um, staying positive and being positive will attract the same thing. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. And I think, though, even negative people want to be around positive people. Sometimes negative people want to spiral down into the negativity train. But I think that a lot of times everybody likes a positive person. Now, do you think there? I mean, this is a little off tangent, but do you think there's such thing as too positive? <laughs> Can someone I be mean, too positive, like over the top positive? Like too positive doesn't really attract each other. Too negatives, of course, doesn't attract. Mm -hmm. So there should be always maybe some negative into something with some positive. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So it's um, definitely how that works especially in uh, human interactions, I guess. Mm -hmm. Is that correct? It's yeah, no, I, I see what you're saying. Because the reason I say that it's, you know, you want to be a positive person. You want to be uplifting and always think of things, you know, in, in a positive light when possible. I think, though, we've all met those people that are so positive, they're unrealistic, where it's like something really is wrong and they need to address it and fix it. And it's like nothing's wrong everything's great it's like you know, the, there's a point where you, you need to to face that so in the light of you know stressful difficult situations yes you know we need to be positive uh, but we also need to be at times you know realistic which I know this isn't necessarily the the, the topic of this um, like attracts like uh, but I think that's what makes the complexity of positivity you know, generally, we want to strive to be that. But if there's something that we need to do in our lives to create some kind of change, then I think that's when you need to mm -hmm. address that. Yeah, very good point, Sarah. <laughs> it's as if being overconfident. Yeah. So that doesn't yes. really work. Yeah, true. That's kind of hand in hand. Overconfident is maybe more the po the problem than the positivity aspect. Bringing this topic into occupational therapy world, they did um, very interesting research actually on premature babies. So they have two group of babies. They fit both group equally. With one group, um, they did some cuddling and holding the babies. And the other group, they didn't actually receive any cuddling. So the result of this study showed that the group of babies who had actually been held, been cuddled, they grew taller, they had a better head measurements, and they were actually healthier. Versus the other group of babies, they were actually under the failure to thrive hmm. uh, category. So that was kind of interesting research because it reminded me of my um, research that was about um, the effect of massaging babies and then bonding with them mm -hmm. and how it effectively improve their growth so basically that means in creating the positive vibe around even babies can actually improve their growth so not only with babies i would say how it's important to stay positive in order to be healthy in order to grow in order to you know just staying healthy in 
every aspect of life that you can imagine. So that's that's why I wanted to mention this study, which was quite interesting to me. Mm -hmm. And I think that's also not just a maybe positivity, but the power of touch, the power of kind of the different love languages of, you know, physical touch and words of, you know, of, of love and actions that kind of falls into that too. But the positivity aspect alone affects every part of your health. And when you're able to kind of focus on being positive, doing what you need to do as a person to basically project that, I think you start showing all those other positive traits too. You know, empathy, caring for others, you know, hopefully that can kind of all be part of that. I think that like that study is is it's a good study. It's multifaceted though, because I think there's a lot of things that could be going on in terms of that that baby interaction. Mm-hmm. And sure, definitely, I think you're right about like that kids pick up on how we are. That's a hundred percent true, and that's very well studied. I think animals do as well, and in some ways, maybe maybe like animals don't care if you're positive or negative or mean they still usually like dogs they will be loyal no matter what so sometimes they'll even be more supportive if you're not positive whereas I think humans are the ones that we can can feel that positivity or negativity a little bit more strongly um, Mm -hmm. and react to that accordingly yeah well said Exactly. And how do you think you can use this state of mind being positive with your patients as the population you see and you work with? Well, I think, yeah, no, that's a really good point. I think that going into a room, it depends on the person, but like, you know, I always start being very professional, very friendly, introducing what I'm doing. And then right away, I'll get people that kind of just, okay, we're going to do this. That's fine. Or I want to do this. And you kind of compromise. And there's people that are very negative from the beginning. And I think that with the very negative people, it depends on the personality, but I try not to be overtly positive. I'm kind of more neutral in those situations because I feel like sometimes if you're ultra positive, they'll get frustrated because they're ultra negative and they'll just be like, mm-hmm. oh, you're, you're too much of a cheerleader personality. Whereas if you kind of let them vent and then you continue to work with them and say every once in a while positive things like, oh, that was good. You did better than, you know, what we, we were planning on doing today. Or, you know, you give them little things like that, then they'll internalize each one of those comments. And maybe by the end of the session or the interaction with the person in the real world, it's, it's a lot, very a little bit more positive. So I think that you can always remain positive, but the level that you share that with another person might depend where they are are on that spectrum of emotion, positivity to negativity, for example. Yeah, that makes sense. Little mental practice here to do for every day or every single morning that we wake up. So it would be nice to have a few positive words that can mm-hmm. really change the mood every single day and write down those names on a board. Those names, it could be hope, self-esteem, joy, happiness, gratitude, content. Any other words you think of, Sarah? 
Um, no, those are all good so far. I think that yeah. that everyone's a little bit different. Like a lot of people really like journaling and that really helps them for different strategies. So I think those kind of personalities will do very well writing something down like that. Uh, I find that for me, I just kind of have to approach certain difficult things with a take a deep breath, try to relax my shoulders, try to think, uh, be like, okay, this is how I'm going to approach the situation. Where for me, it's more of a mindset than Mm -hmm. necessarily focusing on a specific goal. And Sarah, do you know some of the techniques that works as a you know relaxation or a positive mind yeah so I think a lot of them that have to do with the biofeedback sure they might be used for anxiety to reduce stress to be good for your body but I think that kind of just putting your entire physical and emotional state in the right place also works for positivity so things like deep breathing diaphragmic breathing per slip breathing meditation Progressive muscle relaxation is a really good one. I kind of mentioned a little bit earlier of the idea of just like relaxing your shoulders, your body, you know, trying to get yourself in the right place because then you can kind of focus and you won't be influenced by anger or stress or anxiety or any of these other emotions. You can kind of just focus on your goal, which is remaining, you know, positive, for example, or something else. you mentioned some others, Dennis, emotional freedom technique, polarity mm-hmm. therapy, uh, and I think I'm going to pronounce it wrong, but Rikai training, did you say? I think so. Okay. I guess you're about right. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, some other things that can kind of work on that holistic aspect of health. And I think that goes back to the holistic aspect of our OT practice, kind of the mindset, maybe things that, at least for me, drew me to the profession I'm in. I don't know how you feel about that, but I I feel like all of this together, looking at it as a single aspect of life, you know, this is mm-hmm. all connected. And positivity oh, is part of that. Absolutely. And yeah, also, we I know we talk about yoga and bodies in the past mm-hmm. in our podcast. And if someone can do any of those, definitely will help, especially with having, you know, careers in healthcare. I'm sure it, it's very helpful to stay positive and then being positive. I listened to a YouTube channel from Jack Canfield. He was talking about how we should control our subconscious and unconscious thoughts and emotions in order to create a positive state Hmm. of mind. And that was pretty interesting. If anybody has watched that, it's only like an 11 minutes YouTube um, video. And he says, nothing will change for better until you do. Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. quite interesting about tonight's talk. I think, Adena, you're really good at being positive. I've always noticed that about you over the years is that no matter what, you really do have a good mindset about things that even when things aren't going well, you do look at it always as the positive and not the too positive kind of positive, <laughs> <laughs> the healthy kind where you realize that part of how we're feeling and doing is is willing that in your own self uh, to be you know and not letting those other kind of negative things affect your health 
Oh, thank you so much for thinking this way. About me. <laughs> it's true, though. I'll try. I'll it's try true, for it. and it's okay it's in life uh, for all of our listeners and us too to sometimes not feel positive, to sometimes feel negative, to sometimes feel upset about things. But overall, just to try to have that positive outlook, it really does help your total well-being and your health. Exactly. It's just a matter of, I guess, practicing mental health, mm-hmm. writing down the gratitudes every single day mm-hmm. on the board. And then I know we don't have happy days all the time. We mm-hmm. wake up and it just, we feel like we woke up from wrong side of the bed. <laughs> 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 so just write down I don't know if I is it right Sarah like sometimes I wake up and not just feeling it yeah I think everybody feels that way sometimes for sure so yeah just writing down three things that we can be grateful for that it can be just three simple things for that day that you can be grateful for it it can really change your mind and it can really change your day Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Dana. I appreciate all of our listeners tuning to OT Ladies Podcast. If you enjoy, like us. Leave us a comment and connect with us via our Gmail address, otladies at gmail.com.